Why are why are we still this cold for this long? What is attributed to it? When is it all going to come to an end? I think that that's the question we're all asking ourselves. The man with the answers is uh, Ross Hull, global news meteorologist, and joins us now on the Bill Kelly Show. Happy New Year, Ross. How are you? Same to you, Rick. I'm doing great. And yeah, just uh, that introduction there is making me feel chilly, although I'm nice and warm in our global weather center here. <laughs> well, good for you. I'm, I'm warm in the studio, but uh, you know, in right. about uh, a couple hours' time, I'm going to venture outside and become an ice cube again. <laughs> yeah, and you just have to look outside to see how cold it is. We've seen the images of Niagara Falls. We're starting to see the lakes freeze over as well. And, uh, you know, I, I heard your question, uh, you know, why is it so cold and, and when is this going to end? Well, there's a lot of answers to that, but basically one thing we have to keep in mind, too, is how warm last winter was. We basically missed winter last year. And this year, uh, this is basically just historic cold that we're experiencing. And, you know, you're mentioning it's extreme out there. The one piece of good news is today isn't as cold as it was over New Year's Eve and New Year's Day when we had the wind chilliest, uh, most wind chill recorded on record uh, and through Hamilton and also uh, the coldest day on record uh, in 55 years on New Year's Eve. So it was certainly very cold. It's a little milder now, but you know what I'm concerned about is another blast of Arctic air that's going to be moving in uh, later this week. So, so why, it, why has it been so cold for so long? What has happened? Well, basically, this Arctic air does sit over the Arctic, its origins, uh, all winter, every winter. You need to have the right path for this air to make its way farther south into southern Ontario and through Hamilton. So we've had the right setup with La Nina. I'm sure you've heard about that. That's uh, cooler than average uh, sea surface temperatures in the eastern Pacific. And what we call teleconnection. So, you know, basically we can, we can look at various aspects of the atmosphere and the oceans to figure out what the jet stream is going to be. And if you have the right setup, then you can allow for this Arctic air to travel south. And that's really been the case. What's been impressive about this, though, is the scope of the Arctic air, how it's affected millions of Canadians over uh, the holidays. We've seen, you know, extreme cold warnings across the country. And also just the, you know, how cold it's been. Uh, you know, it can get cold in December. It's just we're seeing record cold uh, in this case. So you mentioned La Nina. So are we are we now supposed to hate La Nina and love <laughs> El Nino? Is that how it works? Well, you know, it, and and that's the thing too is each La Nina, each El Nino has its own personality. So um, we knew in this case that uh, it certainly wasn't going to be as mild as last year because of this signature we were seeing with La Nina. Um, but not every La Nina does end up delivering this type of cold. Um, what we also do look at is, um, if you can believe it or not, um, hurricane seasons. Uh, this was a very active hurricane season, as you, as you likely know. So we look at past years that have experienced that type of activity, and a lot of the analogs uh, for those years had extremely cold Decembers. Now, as to whether you know, January, February are going to be this cold, that's not a certainty just yet. And I was just looking at some of the advanced uh, climate models here. And there will be some cold. It, it's January and February, after all. Um, but we are going to see some breaks from, from this extreme cold. And, and we're going to start to see some breaks as early as next week. It's just the price to pay for that is likely more snow, even mixed precipitation, freezing rain, and so on. So we're going to start likely experiencing some of that uh, 
type of winter weather. Looking at the, the long range forecast, I'm looking at daytime highs of you know minus eight today, uh, minus eight tomorrow, uh, minus fifteen and sixteen Thursday, Friday, minus ten Saturday. Not until Sunday when I see a minus four, and I'm kind of celebrating that, <laughs> and then and then over the moon with a high of zero on Monday. So this is this is going to end this weekend. Yeah, so we've got one more extreme shot, and I don't know what forecast source you're looking at. Um, no offense to Environment Canada, but I think uh, if you're looking at Envi- Environment Canada's forecast, they are not, uh, I don't think, picking up how cold it's going to be on Friday morning and Saturday morning. I think temperatures are going to drop to the minus 20s, and uh, wind chill values will be back to the minus 30s. So I think we're going to be back to those extreme cold warnings. After Saturday, um, we start to see temperatures moderate, and then we're going to start to see that potential for, yes, temperatures will be close to the freezing mark, but we are going to be looking at uh, more active weather when it comes to snow and mixed precipitation and so on. So are we technically in a polar vortex? We've heard that phrase from time to time. Are we in it? Yeah, well, the polar vortex is, is what I was describing earlier. It's that center of Arctic air that sits over the Arctic usually uh, over the winter months. Now, pieces of it often come down and affect southern Ontario, but yes, the center of this coldest air has traveled south over Ontario and Quebec, over the prairies at times as well, and that's why we've experienced this this extreme cold. What's very interesting, too, is, I mean, the, the this cold air mass has not just settled over southern Ontario. I mean, Quebec's been hit, the prairies were hit for, for a while, and, and still ice cold out there. And this is really a, a national kind of weather system that's attacked uh, all, all corners, except for B.C., uh, all corners of this country. Yeah, that, that's what's so impressive about it. And, you know, even parts of B.C. were affected, not necessarily Vancouver, but parts of the B.C. interior were under extreme cold warnings. The Yukon was under an extreme cold warning as well. So over the holiday weekend, over New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, uh, we had extreme cold warnings stretching from Yukon across the prairies uh, through to Ontario and Quebec and even New Brunswick. Now, the criteria for these extreme cold warnings is different for each province because each province has a different threshold in terms of being able to deal with these cold, uh, cold conditions. Like, the, for instance, if there's an extreme cold warning in, in uh, Calgary or Saskatoon, uh, it has to get down to minus 40 or below for at least two hours, whereas our threshold here in southern Ontario in Hamilton would be uh, minus 30. So there's a bit of a difference, but it's cold anyway. You know, I mean, minus 30, minus 40, it's just darn cold. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ross, appreciate exactly. the time, and uh, thanks for bringing us some good news that it's finally going to warm up uh, this coming weekend. Thanks very much, Rick. Stay warm.